1: Day 14, morning, the undeserved party of a wonderful God. There is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who returns to Him. It is God Himself who calls for a fellowship of joy. Luke 15 has, Rejoice with me, twice. Well, rejoice with me might well be capitalized. It is God who says, Rejoice with me. Like the dad of the barely-repentant wastrel, he calls for a party. When one reads the rehearsal of the destitute son's confession, it is achingly lacking any semblance of conviction or remorse. All that son knew was that his father was generous and that perhaps he could get out of the situation he'd gotten himself into. This is the repentance of, I'm sorry I was caught. Seeing that, did the father turn him away? Did he say, come back when you're sorry for the grief and shame you caused? You know the answer. The father called for a feast. This is an unexpected hue that comes through the prism of this parable. It is the opposite of the rigor of John the Immerser's proclamation, therefore bear fruit in keeping with repentance. Matthew 3, 8. The prodigal's father's unrighteous response rankles the religious soul, yet there it is. In fact, the son did not even complete the return trip to offer his manipulative, non-substantive facade of repentance. If I say I'm sorry, maybe I'll get a job and some decent food. His rehearsed words were right, his motives were less than stellar. Luke 15, verses 17 and 18. But when he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired men have more than enough bread, but I am dying here with hunger. I will get up and go to my father and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. The father called for a party because of this? unbelievable yet we're asked to believe the messiah instructed us that this is what our father is like many are they who returned to god because of the threat of eternal consequences the number who have come to god upon the basis of their desire that their lives would improve or that they would be rescued from their mistakes are legion their contrition was lacking Yet God's mercy abides. It is akin to the prodigal's dads, exorbitant, above and beyond all that they could ask or imagine. No offense intended. But have we repented perfectly? Have we resolutely followed through on all our intentions to walk in holiness? There are numerous questions I might pose that could possibly provoke a conscience prone to self-condemnation. Breaking news! We are not in charge of justifying or condemning ourselves. Our justification is in the hands of the god who is portrayed in this parable as overjoyed at our most meager effort to return to him. How happy is he? For him, it's time to celebrate. I wonder whether the returning son was embarrassed. I might have been. I wonder whether or not there was gossip at the gathering. I might have been a gossiper. There may have been quite a few who doubted the sincerity of the sorry-I-was-caught son. I tend toward questioning other people's motives. No matter. What was important was the father's response to his child's apparent need. I hope I would have been caught up in the celebration. Many are convinced that the father in this parable lost status as he too easily restored his humiliated failure of a son. Maybe. This might be true. Let's suppose it is. If it is something that hearers of this parable felt, then take a second look at what Jesus was saying about God. He was saying that God did not care about his reputation. The Messiah was bringing good news to those who doubted they could be accepted by the God before whom they would one day stand on the day of judgment. Would their imperfect penitence and incomplete obedience in motive and action be sufficient? An awakened conscience might thunder, NO! The enlightened heart looks toward the Father who called for the party. Listen to this doxology, Jude 24. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to make you stand in the presence of his glory, blameless with great joy. God preserves us. He shall cause us to be received on that day. Because of him who causes us to be beyond reproach, unblemished, we shall stand before the outshining of his goodness with great joy. Great joy. That's party language. What a wonderful God. This has been another
0: episode of
1: Love and War with David
0: Harwood. David is the pastor of Restoration Fellowship in Glencove, New York, and is the author of several books, including God's True Love and his latest, Growing in Love with God, a 40-day collection of meditations for both morning and night. You can find links to all of his books by visiting loveofgodproject.org and going to the book section. If you'd like to get in touch with David, you can follow him on Facebook at loveandwardh. The theme song for this podcast was written and performed by Leonard Jones from the album Skirmish. As always, thank you for listening, and please share this podcast with your friends.